verses 30 through 33 today. Amen. To our guests, we're so glad you're here. Look forward to meeting with you, connecting with you a little more after church today. We're glad you're here and believe God has something great for your life today. Amen. Matthew 6, 30 through 33, the Bible says, Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Somebody say unbelievers. That's what essence what Jesus is saying. Okay? Unbelievers seek after these things. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all. Somebody say all. These things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you I want to speak very briefly on this subject this morning enter the kingdom enter the kingdom can we just lift our hands into the Lord and just ask him to have his way one more time Lord Jesus your spirit's in this place You've already moved in this place, Lord God. We ask that you would, Lord God, open up our hearts and our ears to receive your word and to respond to your word today. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Can we clap our hands one more time unto the Lord? Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you. You are great this morning. We bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated today. In the house of the Lord. Enter the kingdom. Jesus is talking about in this scripture. About earthly things. Earthly needs that we all have. You know necessities of life such as food. And shelter. And clothing. Jesus talks about it all. Amen, here in this particular text of Scripture. And he, he says to take no thought for it. Do not allow yourself to worry about it. For after all these things do the unbelievers seek, or Gentiles. That word Gentile meant a heathen, heathen nations. People who did not believe in the one true and living God. Jesus said that after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all these things. The Lord knows that you need food. The Lord knows that you need shelter. The Lord knows that you need clothing. Amen. And so we are to do, you know, Jesus isn't going to do it all. You can't be lazy. You can't. You can't just kind of sit there and expect that if you don't go after food, you're going to get food. You know, if you don't go after clothing, you're not going to get it. But what Jesus was saying, don't worry about it. There's a difference between thinking and worrying. There's a difference between being diligent. There's a lot of scriptures on diligence and worrying. Things that keep you up at night. 
things that trouble our spirit. And Jesus said, he said, all these things do the Gentiles seek, but your heavenly Father knows that ye have need of these things. He is saying, I've got it. And because I've got it, what he's telling us today as his children is seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things that we're worried about, the things that we're seeking for shall be added unto you. Jesus is laying down the priority, the number one priority. You can turn me down just a little bit, please. The number one priority, and I, I ask you to bear with me. I've used my voice pretty extensively all weekend. Amen. And I'm trying to get through this, and I, I know the Lord's going to help me. Amen. So sorry if I sound like Kermit the Frog. Amen. But we're going to get through today, and I believe God's got great things in store for today. But Jesus is laying down the priority, the number one priority in life of seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I don't want you to worry about food, Jesus is saying. I don't want you to worry about clothing. I don't want you to worry about shelter. I want you to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And if you'll seek my kingdom, And if you'll seek my righteousness, says the Lord, all these things shall, somebody say shall, shall be added unto you. How many times do the things we worry about keep us from seeking the kingdom of God? The things we we become obsessive. You know, we wonder if the rent's going to get paid, the mortgage is going to get paid, if there's going to be food on the table, if the kids are going to have clothes to wear and shoes to wear. uh, And things in this life uh, take our attention from seeking, going headfirst into seeking the kingdom of God. If we seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness, Jesus is saying, I will take care of you. Is there anybody who believes the word of the Lord today? Hallelujah. If we seek his kingdom, then we will be taken care of. He is prioritizing in this life the kingdom of God. He is prioritizing in this life the kingdom of God of God. In Matthew, amen, Jesus continues to give the parable in Matthew chapter 13 of the kingdom of heaven being like a treasure in a field. The Bible says in Matthew 13, 44 through 46, again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to treasure hid unto the field, hid in a field. Amen. I want to say that again. The kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure Hid in a field, the which when a man hath found the field, he hideth, and for the joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. And again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had, and bought it. 
this man valued the kingdom of God above everything in this life. Uh, He did more than value it with his mouth because the truth is uh, if we say it with our mouth but don't display it in our actions, it really doesn't mean too much. Uh, It really doesn't mean anything at all. It's just talk. Uh, But he said, I'm going to sell all that I have uh, and use the resources and the the money from all that I sold to buy this field. Uh, And what Jesus is saying is that this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God are synonymous. The kingdom of God is our taste of heaven before we get there. It's the kingdom of God upon the earth. It's, it's the, 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 the culture of heaven advancing upon the earth in human lives. That's what the kingdom of God is. Amen. So we won't get to, we won't really partake of the kingdom of heaven until we get there. But the kingdom of God is what we experience here on earth. The culture of heaven. Jesus keeps talking about the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. Matthew 6, verses 19 and 20, through 21, he says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What do you treasure? What do you long for? What do you value? What price are you willing to pay? What's the price tag in your life for the kingdom of God? The Bible says in Romans 14, verse 17, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Jesus is saying, I want you to seek my kingdom. Come on, somebody. Come on. We're worrying about food, about shelter, about clothes, about cares of this life. And Jesus is saying, if you'll just seek my kingdom, and if you'll just seek my righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. Everything you need and more will be added unto you. If you just focus on seeking my kingdom. Somebody shout the kingdom of God. The kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. It's not in my text here, but 2 Timothy talks about, the apostle Paul said, let no man that warth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, the cares of this life, that he may please him who hath called him to be a soldier cares choke out the purpose of God cares of life check out I mean choke out our advancement in the kingdom of God and Jesus is saying I don't want you to worry about all these other things I want you to set your eyes and your heart upon my kingdom because your food's gonna vanish your clothing is gonna wear out your your houses are going to deteriorate but the kingdom of God lasts forever he wants us to get dead locked in amen with consuming ourselves with the kingdom of God with consuming ourselves with the things that are going to last for eternity seek you first seek you first 
the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The kingdom of God, we see repeatedly in the scripture, is a big deal to God. We got to seek the kingdom. Somebody say, seek the kingdom. I must continue to seek the kingdom of God. I must continue. We must continue to seek the kingdom of God. John 3, verses 1 through 7. The Bible says, there was a man of the Pharisees who named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man could do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus is saying, you're worrying about food. You're worrying about clothing. You're worrying about shelter. You're worrying about cares of this life that are going to fade away. But if you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto you and here Jesus is saying that except a man be born of the water and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God Jesus continued in verse 6 that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit marvel not that I said unto thee ye must be born again Stand to our feet here today. Seek ye first the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things. What is it you need? What is it that you are lacking? In your life, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added on to you. Jesus said, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. The food we eat won't get us through heaven's gates. 
clothes we wear won't get us through heaven's gates. The shelter that is needed in this life, yes, but not more than the kingdom of God. Not more than his righteousness. Seek ye first. Be born again of the water and of the spirit. What does it mean to be born of the water and of the spirit? Biblically, we're going to enter. How many want to enter the kingdom of God? Want to make heaven your home? Come on. Jesus said you can't see it, you can't understand it, except we be born of water and of spirit. We cannot enter into it, except we be born of the water and of the spirit. So how do we be born of water and of spirit? Before I answer that question, I've got to understand is this, God's trying to get you and I to have the right priorities going to last everything we've talked about food, shelter, clothing, cares of life vacations, cars, you name it it's not going to last the kingdom of God lasts forever but Jesus does say if we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness all these things shall be added unto us so I shouldn't be worried about the things I need to concern my life about the kingdom. I need to consume my life about the kingdom of God. So Jesus said, except ye be born of water and spirit, we cannot enter it. cannot see it or understand it. So what do I do? Here's what Peter said in Acts 2. I have to summarize this for time's sake, but we're going to get ready to pray here in just a moment. The day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God was poured out. And it's promised. 120 were in the upper room. They were praying, seeking the kingdom of God. And while they were in that room praying, the Bible says they were all in one accord in one place. Amen. I'm going to summarize this for time's sake, but read Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 2. Were seeking God, and there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind that filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues of fire, and it sat upon each of them. Verse 4 And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This God being born of the water and of the spirit here next chapter 2 verse 4 they were born of the spirit that day they were baptized in water that day we learn in scripture that being born again of the water is being baptized being fully immersed in water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission and washing away of our sins Jesus said, if we're not born of the Spirit, this verse right here is we leave it up. This is how, right here, this is how we're born of the Spirit. Jesus 
said, Seek ye first my kingdom and my righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. You're worrying about things, you're worrying about cares, you're worrying about impressions, you're worrying about luxuries, needs, whatever. And God's saying, I want, I need you to get worried about this. Not worried, but concerned, consumed about it. I've got to receive the Spirit of God. I must be born again. Amen. I've got to see the kingdom of God. I've got to be born of water and of the Spirit. What good is it in this life that I have nice cars, nice homes, nice things, nice vacations? Amen. Check off my bucket list on earth and miss heaven. Seek you first. Seek you first. How do I do that? The kingdom. I repent of my sins at an altar. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm turning from my ways. I'm not living for myself anymore. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to live my life to serve you. I repent, Lord. I, I repent from cussing and fussing. I, I repent from lying and stealing and cheating and fornicating. And I, I repent from, uh, from, from robbing you. I, I repent of my indifference, Lord. I repent of all of my life uh, living independently of you. I repent. I turn from my independent spirit. And I turn to give up myself totally and completely to you. I'm repenting to my, of my sins. I'm turning from my ways. I'm going to immerse myself in prayer. I'm going to immerse myself in your word. I'm going to walk according to your ways, dear Lord. That's repentance. And when I ask him to forgive me, I believe that he's forgiven me. I receive his forgiveness right off the bat. And then I obey his word and I go. I'm going to enter to the kingdom. Amen. And so, amen, Jesus said, except a man be born again of water and of spirit, he cannot enter to the kingdom of God. So I've got to be born of water. And born of water is baptism. Full immersion. Not sprinkle. There are no sprinkles in the Bible. There are no infant baptisms in the Bible. Come on, that's the only salvation message that Jesus backs up is what's in the Word of God. I've got to be fully immersed in water. And so after I've repented, amen, we have, we have towels, we have robes here today. Amen, I remember that day in February 1987. Amen, on that cold Midwestern morning. Amen, I went to church. Amen, I was a six-year-old boy. And I went down in water. It, the water was cold. Amen, we, there was no insulation in that little country church that my dad was stationed nearby. But I was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. For the remission of my sins, I was fully immersed in water as that Pastor Stevens called upon the name of the Lord. And Jesus washed me. I remember March 1995, this year's 25 years since Jesus filled me with the Holy Ghost. I remember being at that altar. Amen. I was born of of the water in February 1987. I was born of the Spirit in March 1995. Hallelujah. I stood at an altar, repenting of my sins, giving myself to God. I began to pray in English, began to cry out to God. And before I realized I was not praying in English anymore, amen, something took over me. I felt joy like I had never experienced in my life as I, for the first time, 
time began to speak in this unknown language. I was so stunned by the power of God. I was so stunned and amazed by the joy of God. It was a Wednesday night service. Come on, somebody. Anybody believe anyone can get the Holy Ghost in the midweek? Amen. I went to school that next Thursday morning and I sat in the back row of my social studies class like I always did. But I used to cut up and tell jokes, but I was stunned by the power of God. Jesus said, it changed my life. It'll change your life. Jesus said, except a man be born of water, baptism, born of the Spirit, Holy Ghost with speaking in other tongues. We cannot enter the kingdom of God. Seek ye first. You're worried about food. You're worried about clothing. You're worried about shelter. But Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom. What's the kingdom? Baptism in water. Baptism in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The life being transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Sins being washed away in water. If I'll seek him first, his kingdom, everything else will be taken care of. I wonder if there's anyone here today haven't been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ you would like to I want to invite you to come down to this altar today if you have not been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ today and you want to I want to invite you to come down to this altar today amen if you have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues amen it's the joy of the Lord oh I'm telling you Stephanie how did it feel Friday night Hallelujah. 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 It changed my life. The Holy Ghost changed my life. I was a frustrated, had so much anger and animosity in my life, and the Holy Ghost transformed me. With abundant joy. If you haven't received the Holy Ghost, I want to invite you to come to this altar today. If you would like to, if you've never had that experience where you've been praying, amen, and you began to speak in an unknown language as God's Spirit gave you the opportunity, I want to invite you to this altar. The Bible says, listen, here's the thing. It's everybody's willful decision. So I'm under no pressure, and you're under no pressure. The only thing is, is this. The only thing is, is this. Jesus says that if we're not born of the water, we're not born of the Spirit, it's kind of like there's not this optional thing from an eternity standpoint. I'm going to go ahead and say this because I'm right in the Word of God. If I don't have this experience, I'm born of the water. I'm baptized in the name of Jesus for remission of my sins. Now, if I don't have this experience where I come to this altar and I repent of my sins and I lift my hands and I begin as I worship and adore the Lord and, and thank him for his forgiveness in my life and I begin to be filled with his spirit and speak in an unknown tongue as God fills me, we cannot enter. 
I know that's bold. I know that's strong. But it's the word of God. Jesus said in this word that except a man, unless a man has the spirit of God, which is what we're talking about here today, he says, they're none of his. They're not mine today. This is what I want us to do. We're going to pray here today. We're going to ask God to have his way. I'm going to invite us to all come down to this altar. Will you join me? Let me just say this today as you're coming down. That after we have this experience, and I know there's many here who have been born of the water. Many here already who have been born of the Spirit. You've been baptized in Jesus' name. You've received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. That doesn't mean we're done. We're not there yet. And so Jesus is trying to teach us life in the kingdom. So we must still continue to seek first the kingdom of God. So what's the kingdom of God? Romans 14, 17, it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And so that's what we must pursue. I'm going to pursue in my prayer life to be pleasing unto God. I'm going to pursue, amen, the peace of God. Do a study. Do do an own personal Bible study about the correlation between righteousness and peace. Sometimes the turmoil in your life is because we're not in alignment. There's sin in our life. Where there's sin, there's turmoil. But where there's righteousness, there is peace and joy. That's what Jesus wants to give us. That's what his kingdom is all about here today. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to pray. We're going to worship the Lord. And amen. And if at any moment, amen, that if there's anyone who wants to receive the Holy Ghost, you just go ahead and make your way here. You want to be baptized, you slip your hand up. Amen. And we'll baptize you today in the name of the Lord. Let's go ahead and pray, amen, this morning. And let's seek the Lord. Let's begin to reach for him this morning. Lord, right now, in your name, we come before you, Lord Jesus. We're saying we want more of you. We hunger and thirst for you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, we want to see your kingdom. We want to walk in your kingdom. We want to live in your kingdom. Help us to trust, Lord Jesus, as as we seek you first. Lord God, we seek your righteousness first. You're going to take care of everything else in our heart, Lord, today. Lord, I pray, Lord God, Lord God, that you would bring us under the conviction of your spirit, Lord. Oh, Lord God, that the pleasures of sin, Lord, it's not what we're looking for. It's not what satisfies. Lord God, it only destroys and and paints a distorted picture, Lord. But Lord, we can have pure righteousness and peace and joy today in your spirit today. Oh, Lord, right now, I want to grow in you. I want to grow in your spirit. I want to walk in your spirit. I want to love in your spirit today. Transform my character, Lord. Transform my nature. I want a new identity. Lord, I want to walk in the newness of life today. Come on, that's it. Come on, begin to reach out for God. I'm tired of living ordinary. I'm tired of living mundane. Oh, I'm going to seek you first. Uh, Remove all the distractions. Uh, Oh, God, cut 
the cords and the cares of this life. Remove the thorns from my life that I may please you wholeheartedly today. Come on, somebody.